No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcast contains mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not necessarily those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smack and Raw Podcast, episode one seventy nine. I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter, and I am here with the Crown Prince of Anal Analogies, Daddy Delgado himself. Vince, what's going on, man? Hey, I like that new intro, man. Uh, you do? I, I like it because uh, apparently my Undertaker anal take from last week was very popular. A lot of people really enjoyed that. So I'll own it. Keep I look at missionary. <laughs> and we did not come alone. Good friends, all from the same Chicago land area. The Get Your Podcast is here. We got Justin, Charlie, and Garn. What's going on, guys? Yeah! <laughs> oh, shit. We invited to Tonka. Zena's here? No, no, we're here. It's a shy town exclusive. Let's go, man. Let's go. And Garn, I, I didn't even really get to talk to you because like there was a lot going on right before we started uh, recording. But I'm glad to have you here because I, you were in the uh, Smack Draw Christmas party that we did, but I haven't really got to talk to you since you've been like solidly on Get Your Podcast. Like I talked to Charlie. Justin runs yeah. a Twitter, so it's nice to have you here, and I appreciate you coming yeah, by. Thank, thank you for having me. I, it's been it's been a nice long journey with Show Podcast with these guys, but uh, I would have been there for the beginning, but uh, I just had a newborn, so uh, I've got now, one of those upstairs. Uh, she's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine's finally sleeping. So, <laughs> so it's it's been it was it was a rough year, but uh, it was good. It, I, I I it was totally yeah. So I was told you I could be on board eventually. So, and Daryl is not allowed to be here because, ladies and gentlemen, it is official. This is our first episode back on Pornhub. We got <laughs> hey, verified. Hey. Congratulations, oh, man! I Thank did you. it. I put the IG <laughs> post saying that we wanted to get on on Pornhub. I tagged Pornhub, and that's how we got back on. Right? No, that's not how it happened. <laughs> That's that, that. Come on, man. Just, just literally all that had happened was Travis had to take a picture and send it to Pornhub, and he was just too lazy to do it until I bothered him <laughs> to go do it, and then he did it, and then it was done. So now I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, and like Travis can be like, "Oh, I tried to upload it, and it didn't upload, or some shit." But mm-hmm. no, fuck it. For now, as far as I know, this is our first episode back on Pornhub. We are happy yes. to be here, the nice. number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, nice. sir. Yes, sir. No stepsisters. Shout out to Nikki Benz, y'all. Nikki Benz. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how you guys been? Good. 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 I mean, we. I mean, <laughs> I'll hold it up. I don't know how many jokes we have since we all used them all yesterday, but yeah, we're doing good. We're doing. I good. guarantee oh, you didn't use them all yesterday. So <laughs> if you guys do want to do your sex worker voices while we do the rest of the podcast, I'm completely <laughs> okay with that. <laughs> or you want to suck on my my dick? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I right. your pee-pee? Just touch so, it now. 
we're gonna do Sorry. something. We're gonna do things a little differently than we normally do because Vince and I kind of want to find our own version of the show. Like I had me, Travis, and Eric originally. We had a show that we did, and that evolved into me and Travis. And now that it's me and Vince, we want to kind of do our own thing and cut down these two-hour episodes that we're doing because I know they're kind of hard to listen to. So the way things are going to work is same as normal. I'm going to plug Young Kings Wrestling. We're going to go through news and rumors real quick. And then I'm just going to go to a show, and I'm going to run down briefly everything that happened. And if there's something that either you really liked or you really want to shit on and make fun of, we will stop and we will get into that. Other than that, it's just going to be a quick, okay, that happened, moving on. We're not going to get too mm -hmm. deep into anything unless it's something really fun we really want to fuck with or talk about, and that's anybody. So if Garn likes something, he wants to get into it, we'll get into it. Charlie, Justin, Vince. I know I got a lot to say about SmackDown tonight, so. <laughs> that just kept going, with, man. Can we start with SmackDown? Because <laughs> I just want to hear Matt blow a gasket. Because oh. I know the minute I was watching this SmackDown episode, I thought of you, Matt. Dude, I blew a gasket all over fucking Twitter. I was just, I had a meltdown on Twitter. That was what it was. I'm good uh, but, with starting with SmackDown first. I we'll love seeing Raw guys on SmackDown. <laughs> Fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> Fuck you so hard. <laughs> Before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys can check out my pin tweet at Matt Ritter. That's at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. It'll take you to whatamaneuver.com where you guys can go pick up a Black Lives Matter t-shirt that was created by TC of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Reek and I, Fixed our issues right before I came on, so Reek and I are good. There's not going to be any drama between Reek and I uh, this episode. We we agreed to solve that. So uh, Reek's, Reek's still in good standings with us uh, as well as TC, but please go check that out because if you get that Black Lives Matter shirt, that money goes into a fund, and then that fund is distributed amongst organizations uh, that are doing things to help people in need um, as per the Black Lives Matter movement. So lawyers organizations things like that put the money in the hands of the people who are trying to make a change and we definitely support that so please go do that now news and rumors first and foremost who the fuck is bad bunny other than i i, I know Vince, go. Oh, oh, yo, how do you yo, not know who bad bunny is he's like the number Whoa. one selling artist i'm a 33 year old fucking white guy what do you mean how do i not know who bad bunny is Start listening to Bad Bunny then. That's, yeah, bro. that's what you yeah. need. That's why you were so upset about Smackdown. If you had some Bad Bunny in your life, you wouldn't be as so heated about it. There you go. That's what you need, <laughs> man. You need some. You is need, is Bad Bunny bad. like cousins with Bad Barbie or that chick from? No, uh, no, no, no. That's not the same thing. <laughs> no, no. So basically, in in layman's terms, he's like the hottest like. Latino artist, like reggaeton artist out there. He's kind of like the new Daddy Yankee, Don Omar, like back in the day, if you remember those names. He's Pitbull, like just, Daddy Yankee, yeah. Yeah, he's like... Rompe, Rompe, like, I know that shit. I listen to that shit. Yeah. Ooh. No, let, let me send wait, you a what, playlist, What is that? Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm fucking you guys. Go ahead. Wait, wait. Did Charlie just okay. change his name to Good Bunny on... <laughs> change to the... Okay. Uh, but... Hey, you know, I'm I'm stoked because I know for a fact Bad Bunny is a huge wrestling fan. Uh, in one of his uh, music videos with Drake, he has a Latino Heat shirt in it. He's made reference to Latino Heat Eddie Guerrero in a lot of his music. He has a whole song called Booker T. Had Booker T in the music video, which is the one. I saw that. Not, like, yeah. I didn't listen to the song, but I saw that they promoted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So he's a huge wrestling fan. So I'm all for artists coming into WWE as long as they're fans, not like some Machine Gun Kelly shit. I, I will argue <laughs> that that was not Booker T in that video, though. Who, who that was clearly G.I. Bro. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, not in everything. Oh, yeah. 
That was clearly GI bro. Yes. I feel like that's what they were going for. Oh my! I'm just saying. Directed that was not by Booker General T. Direction. Yes, Lieutenant Loco. Lieutenant <laughs> Loco. All right. Uh, we also got Peacock being the new home of the WWE Network. So, as far as I understand, everyone who has the WWE Network will be migrated over to a cheaper version of Peacock that is $5.99 with ads. You can upgrade to $9.99 if you want the ad-free version, and you will have both Peacock and WWE Network. But it is my understanding that they will be rolling out the WWE Network, so not everything will be available, but pay-per-views will officially be on Peacock, uh, starting with Fastlane, I believe. So yeah, just before WrestleMania, we're all going to get sent over to fucking Peacock, and we're going to have you know WWE Cock. We'll do that shit and uh, figure it out. I, for one, am very happy about this WWE Cock Union. Because I have not been able to watch The Office since it left Netflix. No, I'm just- <laughs> for $9.99 no, is what I'm paying for my WWE now. So I, you're telling me that I get The Office and WWE for the same price? Sign me up. And, and the French Prince catalog. The whole French Prince catalog. Right? Exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. Wait, the French, so French Prince catalog is in HBO, isn't it? <laughs> is it? Well, it's HBO. Oh, you, 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 I think it's you know HBO you're talking about Saved by the Bell. <laughs> Damn it, Justin! You got me all hyped for no reason, man. Man, it's on you, you, just, you chased away people to go to HBO. You just blueballed me, Justin. I thought I was getting Fresh Prince, Office, and WWE, and now oh, I'm not man. getting that. My bad. You can get the whole Law and Order library. The whole Law and Order. Oh yeah, yeah. I love Law and Order. I love Law and Order. I do want to point out, Justin. I'm very proud of you because you you went and got yourself a professional setup with a mic and everything. Like we've been in quarantine for goddamn near a year. And you were doing shit on your phone like the entire time. So thank you <laughs> for, you know, stepping up your podcast game and getting back on a mic. I, I, I still have a three-month buffer. I have a three-month buffer. I, I give I give Garn and Charlie a pass. But you, sir, you are you have been podcasting for how how long now? And you kept showing up on your fucking phone and shit. And I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Upgrade um, 2021, man. 2021. Yeah, that stimulus check came in. That's <laughs> <laughs> just our only one stimulus check came in. Like my wife was like, "Hey, we got like a sink to fix." I'm like, "No, no, no, no. I need to upgrade my podcast." So. And, and Charlie, if you find your way to my house, I've got a spare mic for you that you can have. Oh, so. this guy. You know, I'm. Uh, uh, he's really oh, trying like, to lure like, Charlie I know. over there. I really want to touch to that the mic. Basement. <laughs> I've got a thing for Asians. You can oh. talk about shots of black. That's my, That's my fetish. Um, you want some, some Thai food, baby? I do. Uh, <laughs> WWE backstage. Apparently, there was going. So they announced originally that they were going to tell us the number one and number two male competitor, female competitors, and the number thirty male competitor. And then they switched it. Now they're going to tell us the number one and number two male competitors for the Royal Rumble. And there is going to be an exclusive match between Natalia and Tamina. With the winner wow. getting the number thirty spot, both are yes. terrible choices for a thirty spot. I want Tamina to win the whole thing. Yeah, fuck that! Full, full fucking <laughs> tribal chief, join the family, win the whole thing. Superman punch everyone out of the ring, take that title from Bailey. Hey, Bailey don't got the title. Or Sasha not does. Bailey, Sasha. Sorry, Sasha. <laughs> well, Jesus. she does for now. We don't know if she'll make it to WrestleMania. Ooh. I don't like that bad energy you're putting out there, Matt. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> uh oh, we're, we're getting the Sasha stand upset. Austin theories. Austin theories. <laughs> well, maybe they're taking away that 30 spot. You know how they were talking about the 30 spot for the male? Like maybe this, they're saving it for a surprise, someone coming out, Connor McGregor. 
freaking what i don't know man because like, have you guys seen the ads lately for the for the royal rumble like who's gonna win they have like all these like dumbass names in there like 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 celebrities and shit like the rocks could come out at number 30 i don't know like didn't the you guys you guys just dropped a podcast and on your podcast didn't you guys read off the odds for all the royal rumbles yeah and i just... forgot what i said like just one day ago yeah, for real. <laughs> Plug to get you a podcast. If you guys go listen to them, not only do you get an awesome sweaty session where these guys do the worst fucking wrestling related one nine hundred late night fucking sex commercials I have ever heard in my life, but also they run down all of the betting odds for the Royal Rumble, and it was it was a fucking hilarious, fantastic show, and I love you guys so much for it. Oh, uh, you mean by the by the best nine hundred uh, commercials? And yeah, yeah, you, you're right. <laughs> yes, I'll do my Roman Reigns again. I got you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, do you remember I, it? I still have my Jericho notes around here. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, how do you guys feel? So, you know, they could do this, and then they could do the same thing that they did, where Natalia or someone gets hurt or taken out, and her spot gets yeah. taken. I don't, too, I don't like else. them doing that. They've been doing that too recently. I understand. I'm, I'm just it. saying it's they've not done really it for guaranteed. they've done it for each. Royal Royal Rumble, I think. Where someone gets hurt and then somebody replaces. Yeah, them? yeah, they've well, done it for each one. And Lana with I, Becky. I feel like Lana with Becky. Well, oh, our truth and Nia, uh, Nia Jax. I guess that doesn't <laughs> count, but that's it counts. Yeah, it counts. It counts. It counts. Yeah, I guess that counts. She's, yeah. a, wrestler. She's a wrestler. <laughs> All right, yeah. so you guys, you you want to start with SmackDown? Let's go. Yes, please. Yeah. All right. Well. Well, then we're going to get right into it because we kicked it off with Daniel Bryan comes out talking about his Royal Rumble promo. Uh, and then fucking AJ Styles shows up because WWE cannot fucking commit to the goddamn brand split. And like, this is where my issue is, is everything is so like they, they make a very blatant statement. They will say the tag team, the women's tag team titles can be defended on any show. That is a straight up statement. The women's tag team titles can be defended on any show. That does not mean that a woman's tag team champion from SmackDown can challenge the Raw Women's Champion for the title. The titles can be defended. She can't just go wherever the fuck she wants and start winning belts. One person, a quarter, can go from Raw to SmackDown. Now, I have to accept this shit because it's not going anywhere, and I fucking hate it. But I've got to accept it. One person. But tonight, we had AJ. We had Sheamus. We had fucking Miz and Morrison. All from Raw on SmackDown. The only time this is acceptable is during Survivor Series season. And it's only acceptable if they're doing run-ins and attacks and shit. I don't want to see them competing in matches on fucking SmackDown. Or on... Unless they're bringing back bragging rights, but that's the only other. Yeah, if they bring back bragging rights and it's a theme of a pay-per-view, okay, fine. I don't even mind if, because they're both at a pay-per-view, if they fight each other at a pay-per-view. But keep the brand split alive if you're going to fucking have it and keep guys from SmackDown off Raw and guys from Raw off SmackDown. Because we had a clusterfuck. We had AJ versus Daniel Bryan, which got DQ'd because fucking who... Uh, Sammy attacked uh, AJ and Daniel Bryan because Big E came down and attacked fucking uh, Sammy. Cesaro's on commentary. He gets into a Big E. Then we get a six-man tag team match. Miz and Morrison come out. And then we've got a fucking five-on-four tag team match. Then Sheamus comes out. Otis is down there. Fucking, we had four matches in the span of a half an hour. 
and it just kept changing by DQ. It was yeah, a fucking yeah. clusterfuck. And then at the end, best part of all, Braun Strowman, Raw superstar, shows up <laughs> no, and kills wait, everybody. He's SmackDown? He's SmackDown? Bron's, yeah, Braun SmackDown. Is he? I don't remember. Yeah. I, Oh, see that's how convoluted it is you have exactly. no idea katie katie baby is not here and then it's been going on, this has been going on for like four months where where it's like the lines are not drawn completely drawn you know it's not and it, it drives me nuts like i just I, all i ask is that if you say there's going to be a brand split you fucking stick to it Right. I mean, I've given up on like on sensible booking for a long time now because like you got the same thing where it's like it's like we have the Royal Rumble like qualifier matches where other people can just be like I'm in the Rumble. It's like all right, you good, you good. But then like someone well, then like Ricochet John runs in and they're like, no, you need a match. You know, it's sort of like it's the same thing. I don't I give up with this like sensible booking that they do anymore. It's it's same thing with like you know you'll see like uh like a whole bunch of run-ins happen. Like oh the run-ins only happen when it's convenient. Like, like one day you'll have a bunch of people running in and like other people staying in the back why are they still in the back it's just like it's only when it's convenient to their to their storyline so it's like i don't care anymore you know what i mean it's like like that's why like like the lines are so blurred i was like i'm not surprised like i'm, I'm waiting for like freaking like like the nxt like you know like finn balor to run out too you know it's like because it's that's the precedent they sent so i'm like yeah. as usual though wwe has supposed has not been building up any of their talent they're supposed to be building up new talent on, on top of what they have already. And with them re just repeating the same people over and over again, recycling them, when will the, these new talent get an opportunity? They're not getting opportunity in house shows right now. So well, we, actually, but, we might get to talk about that real quick, but Vince, real quick. Braun Strowman, SmackDown or Raw? Uh, you're 100% correct. He is actually a Raw superstar. That's how God convoluted right this whole shit is. Is I, He was apparently drafted to Raw, and I never remember this. Because I uh, think he showed up on Raw uh, Underground, right? Not to cut you off, man. My bad. Yeah, because yeah, he was a SmackDown yeah. superstar, showed up on Raw Underground. Right, right. I guess he became a Raw? I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I don't keep Raw Underground, he got, stuck, he got stuck in that room. He couldn't find a door. There was like no way. <laughs> So uh, that's why. So he wasn't actually suspended. He was just stuck in, behind that door. He just couldn't get out. <laughs> that's there. You go. That tells me that draft draft days are useless. That's I remember he got drafted or traded because he continued that feud with Keith Lee post draft. So like they were feuding leading up to the draft, and I was bitching about him showing up where he didn't belong. And then mm -hmm. post draft, they continued that feud a little bit. Um, we had a okay. Bailey interview. And then yeah. Bailey loses to Bianca Belair. So right there, Garn, new talent going over former women's champion has a documentary and a shit ton of momentum going into the Royal Rumble. I think she's yeah. going to be the Iron Woman in the Rumble. Oh, because last year yeah, I, I could agree with that. <laughs> she kind of did that last year, right? Where where she just threw out a whole bunch she, of people, or no? Yeah. She was, but oh, is it too? He tied, two right? different things. So, oh, okay. so I don't think she's gonna have the most eliminations. I think mm -hmm. she's gonna last the longest in the yeah. rumble. So I... she's gonna have two strong showings back to back. I don't, I don't think she's gonna win it though. Nah. Oh, okay. But we'll do some quick Royal Rumble predictions at the yeah. end. See who Vince thinks is gonna win it because it's probably gonna be Sasha. Um, Santino Morello. <laughs> we could just skip over Corbin Dominic, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Uh, Biggie bribing Sonya with a dollar and an Arby's coupon. Hell yeah! That's enough. That's we enough. Have the meat. They have the meats. They have the meats. Uh, Big Sasha, meat, man, if, if it meats. was Wendy, <laughs> Wendy's would have been money. 
<laughs> Wendy's would have been money. Um, Sasha seducing Reggie and then flipping it around and just like going hard on Carmella, wanting to break her jaw and shit with a champagne bottle. I thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. Um, Random uh, Kalisto sighting too. Was that? <laughs> That's right. Really? So like, he goes like, "You sexy mommy," and Lizzie just looks at her. And that's wait, it. <laughs> wait, isn't Kalisto in Raw? Oh, here we go. Like we we do panda gifts here. You know the panda that fucking yeah, smash. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about to throw everything off my desk. And just walk <laughs> the fuck is going on? <laughs> I get it. You guys are at fucking the Thunderdome and everyone's there, but that doesn't mean you can just walk around whenever the fuck you want. If you're not scheduled to be there, don't show up. Anyway. Oh, fuck no. me. Um, <laughs> but I like I'll, that segment. I'll be there soon, dude. I got you. <laughs> I like that segment with Sasha Banks and uh, get your T-Pain looking guy right there, you know? <laughs> Yo, you know who he, he reminds did, me he of? Did buy, he did buy her a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice, card. Nope. I love that. But I don't know if you guys will get this reference. Maybe Charlie. I think he's the closest one to my age, but he kind of reminds me of like uh, Andre from Victorious. Whenever I see, when I first seen them, I don't know if you guys get the reference, <laughs> but that's how that's what he reminds me of. I know Nickelodeon. Madness. Nickelodeon, <laughs> yeah. Victorious, yeah. hell no, hell yeah. no. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and fi- make a picture or side to side comparison. I'm gonna tag you guys and then let me. Know I, 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 don't tag me, but do it. Okay, okay, I'm still tagging you. I'm, I'm debating on if I even want to ask you what Victorious is. I don't what? think you do. I don't think you do, it's man. Just, um, I'll shut up. No, go ahead, Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Nickelodeon teen comedy yep. starring Victoria Justice. And uh, Ariana Grande was also on the show. She had a small character. Yeah. How old are you? She was the one that blew up. She was the one that blew up, though. I am 28 years young. No, not man. you, Justin. I know how old you are. Oh. Uh, 36. You're older than I am. Yeah. The fuck you watching these teen shows for? <laughs> they're there. That's where it's at, man. Nicole, oh, that's where it's I have at. a little brother who's like 14 years younger. I have a little okay, brother. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you that because I was about to call the FBI and have them check your browser history. I was a little worried. <laughs> <laughs> we have Pornhub contacts now. We can see what you've done. Oh wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, we also had Sammy running into Shinsuke with his documentary crew and. Basically telling Shinsuke, hey, man, I need you to repay the favor of me, you know, getting you guys over and making you part of the collective. And Shin told him to go fuck off. Yeah. They just, they just didn't want to give him too many lines. <laughs> That's like, but it, it, he, he got straight to the point. I like that. It's like, go to hell. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you really need. Like, exactly. all you really need. Sweet um, and simple. And then last but not least, because we already talked about the main event. We had the uh, sit down with KO and Paul Heyman while Roman Reigns stares seductively into the camera. Ooh. And uh, basically, KO had a meltdown like I did every time a Raw superstar came out. Like he just started <laughs> flipping shit so bad that Roman cut off his video feed and walked I away. I love that. KO ripped his, like, it, I literally was doing the same thing, but for a completely different reason. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good, man. Let me, let me do my Roman Reigns and see if I can do this. It's like, <laughs> right? Is there, that's what he did. He's like, but you know, I love that. I love that. That the the whole interaction, that that fire that uh, Kevin Owens showed, and same thing. I don't know. It was just so dirty. Where Rowan's like, "Is your dad smart?" <laughs> like, <laughs> 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 I 
his, not just his you, dad. He went in on his dad and his grandfather. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, and you know, it's like, what do you th- what do you want Kevin Owens to say? And nah, my dad was kind of a dumbass. <laughs> like, 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 my grandfather was an idiot too. Like, you know, but, but, but like, the, my point is that whole thing was, it was tense. You know, they did a great job. Like, like Roman plays a dickhead heel so well. Well, while Kevin Owens, just, you know, you want to get behind him because he's fighting for his family and all that. So they're doing this really good job. Like, I, I really want to see this match. I really do. Yeah. And the best part of that segment, too, is like the little subtle, like, facial expressions that each one of them would do when they would call back, call out each other. Just a little, like, you know, subtle, like, reflexes like that. I thought those were dope, you know. Yeah. All I'm saying is you got to put Roman Reigns on the cover of romance novels. He could be the new Fabio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I pretend to buy it. Hell yeah. yeah. I pretend to buy it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was SmackDown, guys. So as per the Smack and Raw podcast, I have a question for everyone. SmackDown, spit or swallow? Garn? Let our guests go first. I will definitely swallow with the pillow on my knees. Did Garn freeze? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's, it's like he's he got nervous about the question. He's like, "Oh, jeez." Wait, oh, there, he there, oh, there you are. There he is. Okay, there you go. It's like, hold on. I was, I was gonna go. I was gonna spit because the raw interference just drove me nuts too. Ah, okay. I like this guy. Thank you for bringing me. Because Jay would have swallowed that shit, and I would have had to yell at Jay. <laughs> it, 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 I, 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 I love SmackDown's roster. It just why, why. I think Raw is so desperate that they need to get better, like, like better exposure. Yeah. They have I, to jump into a better show. I legit almost got mad at myself because I joked around about how SmackDown doesn't have a gatekeeper for the Royal Rumble like Raw. And I thought that's what they were doing was bringing AJ over to be the gatekeeper to Daniel Bryan and make yeah. Daniel beat him to get in the Royal Rumble. And I'm like, I fucked myself. I put that out in the world and now it's happening, but it didn't. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm spitting as well. Like, I, I, I actually didn't pay a lot of attention to the show because I was so busy posting memes and fighting with people about how fucking awful this shit is that uh, I missed most of the show. So I- I'm going to spit as well. Charlie? Oh, I always swallow, dude. Um, hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we talking about? What are we talking about, guys? <laughs> all, right, all right. Let me explain myself. Charlie's right at home here, I feel like. Yeah, no. <laughs> so w- uh. when, when you told me where you worked, I thought you worked for that place, not just at that place. But now hearing that you swallow, I know that there was a little place called O'Hare Girls, not too far from that area. And I think I found out what you really do for a living. <laughs> Pippin' it easy. Pippin' it easy. <laughs> oh, but uh, no, I, I'll, I'll swallow this one because like I... I was entertained, and that's all that mattered to me. You know, like like a lot of nonsensical shit happened, but it was still entertaining. I got to see my favorite people. Like I love seeing, like you know, Zayn and, and Styles and Cesaro. They just brought everything. So and then plus that whole Roman Reigns versus that Kevin Owens thing, mwah, I'd swallow both of them all day. So wait, you're you're saying that you enjoyed seeing the Raw guys on SmackDown? My name is Garnon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Charlie's done for the rest of the show. Uh, uh matt you'll be happy to know that i spit as well for a bunch of reasons one i i thought the ending of the show was just a clusterfuck so much so to the point where it just kind of took me out of the entire show uh there wasn't enough there where i felt like if it was a good enough show i was either gonna gargle undecidedly or spit it but i'm gonna go ahead and spit it 
this felt like a filler episode of Dragon Ball, and I'm not I'm not with Ooh. the filler episodes. Or maybe Naruto. Naruto has way more filler episodes than Dragon Ball ever does. So it felt like a filler episode. They just they told everything they needed to tell leading into Royal Rumble. This SmackDown could have been tossed out and nothing gets changed. Isn't that what a come home show is supposed to do though? True. True. But they didn't do it. It didn't do anything. The only good thing that I would say added to like the buildup was the Roman Reigns Kevin stuff, but I don't think that was good enough. They did add a Sasha match to the pay per view. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you being a Sasha fan that would have been a big plus, but I okay. Well, Sasha, way to fuck with me. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna swallow the rumble because Sasha's gonna have a match. I was gonna say, you realize, like, if she didn't have a match because she's champion, she would not have been on Royal Rumble. So, this is how you got Sasha onto the Royal Rumble. That's okay. She can just sit, uh, sit ringside, look pretty, just like Alexa Bliss did in the first woman's rumble. I don't care. Hmm. Okay. Here, I got one. Vince, would you swallow her outfit today? Oof. Right? i that all day twice on Sunday. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Where do you guys want to go next? you guys want to go AEW, NXT, or uh, Raw? Let's, let's, go go over, let's go over SmackDown again. <laughs> Why did I unmute him? <laughs> okay, Matt is really channeling his inner Travis Knight. I love it. I love it. I, I was driving home from work and I was like, listen, if anyone says anything positive or tries to convince me that Raw guys on SmackDown is good, I'm just gonna mute the fuck out of them. I'm not I'm not having that kind of negativity. So oh man. Uh where do you want to uh Garn, where do you want to go? AW NXT or Raw? I'll go with Raw for all right. Well, we kicked off Monday night raw, ladies and gentlemen. Uh with oh, actually, real quick. So I got questions for you guys. Uh, what is the official color of the Republican Party? Isn't it red? What is the official color of the Democratic Party? It's blue. What show does Vince McMahon consider the A show, even though it's trash? Raw. And Raw is? Red Jericho. And the what Demi show Man. does he consider to be the B show, <laughs> even though it's got the best product? Smackdown, baby. And SmackDown is blue. What do you think Vince McMahon's political affiliation is? <laughs> Libertarian? Libertarian? I think he's liberal. I think he's a liberal man. Is he a liberal? I think Vince McMahon. Just say there liberal. might be more to why Raw is his favorite show. But anyway. Linda McMahon. Wait, wait, wait. It's my business. I don't want to get too deep into the political talk, but not all Republicans are bad. That is correct. Not all Republicans are bad. You know, I mean, they're just colors. They're just colors. I mean, Bloods and Crips, they talk now, too. You know? <laughs> uh, you know I guarantee the Bloods are... I, I guarantee if Vince had to pick sides, he'd pick the Bloods, though. Just saying. <laughs> no, have you guys ever watched the South Park Bloods and Crip episode? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking love that shit. Well, Every time well they really are crippled. <laughs> Garn froze again. Um, <laughs> there he is. There He's he back. is. All right, so we kicked it off with a promo uh, from Drew. Uh, you guys want to talk about Drew being fired up uh, about beating Goldberg and Miz and Morrison cashing in Goldberg, your next shit. Pass. Pass. <laughs> uh, Charlotte and Shayna. Um, and actually, you know what? Fuck all this. Let's talk about the Charlotte Lacey Ric Flair shit. Tori How Wilson. Do... <laughs> yes. Tori Wilson and Don Marie uh, redone. How do you guys feel about this? Because I fucking love it. I, I like it too. I mean, every time I see it, I just 
the, the um, Call Me Daddy from Twister pops in my head. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. Daddy, I need a... Okay, so like that's that. I, that's what I, plus, but but plus, what's up? Rick's playing wetter when he's with her. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I mean, Ric Flair on live TV is always a good thing. You know, what I mean, I mean, it's mm-hmm. only going to help Lacey Evans. You know, but yeah, I mean, she needs all the help she could get. Well, I mean, Dang. listen. I really enjoy the fact that like the sexual shit is actually more in the background. It's more implied by Lacey Mm -hmm. and it's very much more of this issue between Rick and Charlotte and Charlotte telling Rick, you're going from a legend to an old man and you're ruining your legacy and you just need to fucking go away. And Rick being like, I will always be a legend. And if you don't appreciate me, I will find someone who looks like you who will appreciate me, which is also really fucking creepy and weird, Rick. (laughs) That. which Rick. would lead you to imply that he might have had a different kind of relationship with charlotte you know given oh where things God. are going with lacy i'm just saying well, this is a donald ivanka deal another anal analogy i got really excited about how you were gonna go about <laughs> i'm sorry i think you have a preference here matt um <laughs> no so we got we got that stuff with charlotte which was great like she cut a great promo um, we end up having a match Charlotte versus Shayna that falls apart, leads to a six woman tag team match, uh, because of some bullshit. So like, it looked like Shayna got counted out, but wasn't supposed to get counted out. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to play it off. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then after the match was restarted, Nia got the win with one of the most brutal choke bombs. <laughs> Um, so I want to reserve judgment. If I don't hear that Dana Brooke, who I've actually grown to really enjoy as of late, had a concussion or was injured from that move, then I'm not going to call it unsafe, but I will say it did look very unsafe. A hundred percent. I mean, we talked about it on the show before, like we kind of mentioned, like, you know, when a wrestler is in a weird position like that, they try to reset themselves so that when the drop comes, they're all good, flat back, you know, chin tucked in. But Naya didn't give any, like, time for Dana Brooke to reset herself. She just straight up dropped her, you know? Dana doesn't strike me as a chin tucker as is. Like, I don't think I don't think that is – her head looks very loose, very, very neck wobbles. I don't think she has that uh, that chin tuck ability. How, 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 would, how would one know this? How would one know this? Uh, from experience. <laughs> <laughs> I see what I see. <laughs> Batista called her a bobblehead. But anyway, um, hey. <laughs> what about the retribution uh, Xavier Wood shit? I think it's kind of cool. I mean, they're they're doing something out of like like the Homostafali, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Mania stuff, which I always wanted them to do in the dress. Like I wanted Mustafa to come back and be pissed that that should have been his spot because Kofi replaced him in the gauntlet match. It might be a little too late and with a very like dead in the water like faction in retribution but maybe once kofi comes in things will get a little heated between him and mustafa see now this is interesting because last week vince told us that he's got hope in retribution they're going to turn it around and then i messaged vince during raw and i was like hey so your boy's retribution he's like yeah no they're dead in the water and now <laughs> now he's kind of like it's interesting, but the factions that where are you at, Vince? 
Are you so, are so, you with no, retribution no. and Ali or are you not? I am with retribution because I support Ali, fellow Chicago. He used to be Chicago's finest uh, over here. But the whole thing is they're not doing anything with them in general. Even if they were a really good faction, they're just not doing anything with them. And it's really Mustafa trying to like create something out of nothing and the rest of the guys on Twitter and social media trying to create something out of nothing. I'm interested because this is a story that I wanted them to tell. On the on the D, Twitter DM, you mentioned, hey, do you want to like shit on or talk about retribution? I'm like, uh, not so much. They didn't really do anything on the show. Don't misconstrue my words, Matt. I said... <laughs> You that said they weren't worth talking about on the they show. They weren't worth talking about because they didn't do anything of note on the show. That's what I meant. That's I not still- true. Ali sent a message directly to Kofi or through Xavier to Kofi. Go tell Kofi I'm taking your spot. Right. Right. It wasn't it wasn't much. It's something you could have breezed through. But see, here's the thing. He's trying to get this conversation out of me. I was just trying to like shorten the show. <laughs> we are oh, we lost Garn. Uh he's coming back. He'll come. I think he's gonna hit the link. Yeah, yeah. Said, Tom, I agree with you. Link link. Again. I, I, um, I like what I like what's going on with Ali. You gotta support Ali, you know. Yeah. I my whole thing is that I kind of hope they go to like NXT or they just decide fuck these masks and they start being Dominic Dajakovic, Mia Yim, uh Shane Thorne, and um Dio Madden. Go by the real names. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they could just kill it. They could just kill it and just reset the whole thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. They they could do a reset. They could do a soft reset. There's nothing wrong with just like turning your phone off and turning it right back on whenever shit doesn't work right. Well, right, a hundred percent. Yeah. So you guys know it's hashtag Ritter over Riddle. We're not talking about Riddle and our truth. Fuck that shit. Uh, VIP lounge, hurt business gauntlet. Uh, Cedric gets special attention. Garn is back. And admit. And all right. Um, hey, Garn, you didn't hear us, but we're talking about Matt Riddle. No, we are not. We are not <laughs> talking about Matt Riddle. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. We are talking and about God damn it, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's trying to get banned you are, on the show. You were on a five minute timeout. <laughs> clock. Um, <laughs> we got the VIP lounge, the Hurt Business Gauntlet. They talk about it. MVP pays special attention to Cedric and saying, hey, we need to work together and focus and not cause problems. And then as soon as Shelton tries to talk, Cedric cuts him off and we continue these issues. Uh, R-True thinks it's his birthday, comes out and (laughs) blah, blah, blah. But uh, we continue these issues even through the gauntlet match uh, that he who shall not be named won, um, where Cedric is causing problems. Uh-huh. and costing people like MVP losses, which means now he who shall not be named gets a title shot against Bobby Lashley. Can we just call him Voldemort for for like faster references <laughs> if you're going to talk about Harry Potter? I guess we could. Yeah, let's just call him Voldemort. Don't say his name. No, for Funny. People, I, I, I don't want them to break up the Hurt Business. I, I don't. like watch them. I, I actually get entertained by the Hurt Business. Um, I think we talked about it before, like Bobby Lashley and um, that guy. Um, I think they should ha- they should have a, a match in the fight pit. That's what you yeah. said. Yeah, we talked about that in our podcast. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, the fight pit would be perfect for those two at least. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. For Bobby Lashley and 
that that man. I mean, as long as Bobby Lashley smears him across that cage and just utterly destroys him, I'm 100% with you. Right, right, right. Charlie, what do you think? <laughs> you guys definitely need to now go check this out on either Pornhub or YouTube and watch the video version. Um, <laughs> all right, what else did we get? Uh, we got Sheamus defeating John Morrison and then a handicap match. God, how many times how many times they've been going at it now? It's this is like eighth week, I guess, right? Yeah, I feel no, so like this it. is really where like once the VIP lounge hit and this hit, like this is where Raw really dropped off for me and lost mm-hmm. me. Like they started out hot with the Charlotte shit and the Drew shit. They finished really good with Oscar and Alexa and Edge, but this middle shit here just kind of fucking it, it killed it for me. 100%. 8:30 for Raw is like the worst time, you know what I mean? Yes. This is like the worst time when you're at a party, everybody's leaving, but you don't want to be the last one to leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to dip out, but everyone's trying to like, oh, stay, stay, stay. I'm like, yo, I, I need to get the fuck out of here. I need to get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to make up all these excuses to leave. You know what I'm saying? That's what mm-hmm. it feels like when I watch. And then right before you're about to walk out the door, the party really kicks off, and it's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> somebody gets up on a table and starts stripping. It's like, well, I guess I got ten more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we got Alexa and her invisible friend basically doing a recap of what's been going on uh, on Raw with her and Randy and Asuka. Uh, they run that whole thing down. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talks about how the Fiends kind of taught her and she misses him. Uh, and then we got the Edge, the Edge promo. This was a fire promo from Edge where he announces himself into the Royal Rumble. Charlie, you are now uh, allowed to come back. You're out of timeout. <laughs> <laughs> who had the bigger i'm so return? sorry dude i'm, gonna, I'll be him, dude. I'm so sorry <laughs> How, was that five minutes tough for you because it looked tough <laughs> i want to say so much <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad guys i'll, I'll behave all right so what are we talking about? <laughs> That's a whole ass lie. Stop the cap, Charlie. Uh, we're talking about the Edge promo. Yeah. Where he, like uh... that promo was awesome. Like I, I was excited to see him back. Back, you know, like it's a good, like you know he already had the return last year. So now that now that uh you can't do that again, at least just announce yourself. So you know we can anticipate him coming out. So I think it was awesome. And then Edge always brings a great promo. He always has that like fire to him. You know, like you just he's you always just want to see him. So I'm happy. Yay. Yep. He always comes out so believable yeah. too in his promos too. I th- I think we we forget how great of a promo this guy has uh, this guy is, and that's oh, yeah. that's really good considering back in the day he couldn't cut a promo to save his life. He wasn't mm-hmm. a promo guy, mm-hmm. and just he just knocks it out of the park. He just totally fucking gets it. He's probably the best promo Raw has right now. And he said not only is he coming back, but he wants to have another run as WWE champion, and he's going to win the Rumble. And he is a very viable contender to win the Royal Rumble and go on to challenge either guy. So this Royal Rumble has really become very unpredictable, at least on the men's side, because there are so many possibilities of who could win that it's hard to tell. And we don't even know who the surprises are. I think I've said this. I, I don't know if like to other people or I've mentioned this in the chat or at, in general, I've, I've been saying this to myself for the longest. This year's Royal Rumble feels like the most unpredictable Royal Rumble we've had in years. Every mm-hmm. year we have at least that one guy or those two guys that you kind of have an idea might win and they end up winning or they're towards the end. Uh, 2012 was like what? Like Jericho? Uh, 20, uh, 20, uh, 
14, we kind of knew it was going to be Cena because uh because of him and Rock. Or I, I, maybe I've gotten into the no, years. I mean, you're, right. you're kind of right, though. Like, every year there was, a, like, at least pre- one predictable person. Like, last year we kind of had an idea it was going to be Drew, right? We kind of yeah, had an idea sure. it was going to be the guy. Sure. Uh, before that, we kind of, like, Shinsuke was a pleasant surprise. I think uh, that 2017 Rumble where it was uh, Shinsuke, Roman, Finn, Cena, Orton at the end. That was and, and that was a great Rumble. That's still one of my favorite Rumbles of recent memory. And last but not least, uh, probably my favorite part of the show, my favorite thing on the show is Alexa Bliss because I am, as if you can't tell, a huge horror movie fan. So like this actually really has the IWC divided and it, it trips me out because I think this is really great shit. Mm-hmm. Alexa playing this character, this childlike character, almost like if you guys have seen Evil Dead, uh, mm-hmm. Ash's girlfriend in Evil Dead, where when she gets possessed, she reverts back to the childlike character during the match. The actual goddess Alexa Bliss like came out mm-hmm. and was like, hey, I'm still in here yep. and then got hypnotized and then turned into this evil new all black version with the lipstick and shit. And looked like she was about to beat Asuka for the Raw Women's title. And then fucking Randy Orton with his fucking dick skin face shows up <laughs> and hits the RKO. And then we go off air. Yeah, no. Randy Orton looks like he had a whole STD in his face. That's, that's what it looks <laughs> oh like. Yeah. Randy Orton looked like he took a cum shot and just let that shit dry. Like... <laughs> And it just burned it straight was like up the pores of his skin. Money like shot from Valvinus. Just uncircumcised skin, you know. Uncircumcised skin, you know. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. But no, I, I fucking love this. I, I really love what they've been doing with Alexa and trying to use Alexa in place of the fiend to give Bray whatever time off he needs or to let him cool off or whatever. And now you have this element in the women's division, which is fucking fantastic. And I don't know how people are shitting on this or don't like it. It makes no sense to me. And if you're gonna shit on it, I'm gonna mute you, Vince, but go ahead. Two things, two reasons why I feel like people would be like shitting on it is one, it's Oscar. So they're like, how dare they disrespect like this like great wrestler that used to be in Japan? Like this isn't who she is. I'm like, they mentioned that on the UWO on the Smack Rock podcast where like this isn't Kana from like Japan. This is Oscar. This is a different character. She's playing this role perfectly she's supposed to be afraid if i'm there i don't care how much of a badass i am i'd be shitting bricks too if this bitch out here changing into multiple characters (laughs) rocking horses just going off and shit exactly and then two it's raw it's wb it's Vince McMahon. they're gonna shit on it if this was done on like impact by matt hardy oh my oh my gosh this is so revolutionary this is so cool if this was on AEW, oh this is so cool Mm -hmm. new japan even impact like roh whatever your local indie show they'd be eating it up yep that's that's the difference is that it's wb it's raw it's Vince McMahon. oh they're out of touch this is crap yeah that's what i agree and the thing is too like just to go on what you guys are saying like because i liked it the thing is too is like oscar right she has fought alexa bliss many times and it's been basically a buy for her right it's like i don't have to work i don't have to stretch i don't have to think about this woman I'm going to beat her ass. I don't even have to use my finisher. She's done. Like, there's no problem, right? But now that she's countering all these moves that usually would hurt her. So now she's kind of like tripped out like, yo, something, I'm not doing something right. This is not Alexa Bliss. It's totally somebody different. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like taking off of Asuka's game a little bit because all those things that she used to do to Alexa Bliss don't hurt her anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So I like I, I like that element where like yeah it it's kind of like Oscar's putting her over because now she's kind of worried who this person is you oh, know yeah. 
And so I like- and also, yeah, sorry. And also like Asuka's English is still not that great yet. So this is a great way for her to jump in, <laughs> be, be very big part of the show and not really say much. <laughs> you know, I like it when Asuka breaks out the Japanese though and just goes off on rants and shit. Like I, I, I really do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what she's saying. And I got all excited because I got a translate app on my fucking iPhone's latest update. And I thought I was going to be able to hold that shit up and like finally figure out what she says. But apparently that's not how that shit works. Right. <laughs> well, shout out to Jay. Jay doesn't think that it's anything. He just thinks it's just noise. <laughs> <laughs> Could be All right, guys. Monday Night Raw, spit or swallow? I, I usually spit with, with Raw. Like the only good segments were the women's matches, to be honest for me, but I, I would still spit. So it's just not enough. I would have to say spit too, only because like there wasn't enough entertainment. Like there were some parts, but not enough. Not enough. I'm spitting also. You know, for the Get Your Boys. Uh, just because I didn't really like anything up until the end with with the RKO. I kind of I kind of liked seeing that RKO, but other than that, it was kind of like, eh. So. I kind of wanted to swallow for the finish because it was so good. And I think Alexa and Oscar right now are doing fantastic character work. But I'm going to spit because I'm going to back my co-host here, Matt. Mustafa Ali decided he was going to be in the Rumble and didn't go through the gatekeeper AJ Styles. And then Edge (laughs) decided he was going to be in the Royal Rumble and didn't go through the gatekeeper AJ Styles. So I'm spitting because they're not following the rules of the gatekeeper AJ Styles. I did tweet that out. Every time someone announced himself for the Rumble, I'm like, they better have to fight AJ Styles. (laughs) (laughs) Only R-Truth had to fight AJ Styles. Anyway, there's power levels to this shit, man. But you know, <laughs> oh, <here we> go. <laughs> I'm swallowing because I feel like Alexa deserves a swallow. Nah, I... okay, uh, okay. Especially when she's all in all black, I'd swallow. Yeah, okay. The way she wiped off her uh, her lip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess Ross best described as like masturbation. Like I don't like what I'm doing, but I like the finish. <laughs> You know and saying? you end up you end up with a dick like Randy Orton's face. Okay. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 Gar, you got some chafing issues, bro? <laughs> You're not far. I can it's get called... you some lotion to help out. Like, oh man. Oh, I thought it's called raw is. <laughs> oh my god. I uh we just had this come in today, so oh, oh man. So the bike, yes, American badass, dude. <laughs> that is the uh la- that is the uh Boneyard match table. Oh, the boneyard match? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, all right. So we're gonna put that over here. I was gonna say, the where's the Kid Rock intro? Uh-oh. Okay, okay. Oh, what what's Vince got for us? Since we're uh showing off our WrestleMania theme Funko Pops, I decided to show off this Thomas John Cena. Very nice. I thought you were gonna pop up with the I got that Eddie Guerrero with the fucking WrestleMania 20 pin. Oh, I already pre-ordered that bitch on GameStop. It's just it doesn't come out till like later in the year. I knew you would. Um, yeah. you guys, Garn, you've been fantastic. Uh, do you want to choose AEW or NXT next? He is frozen. Garn froze. <laughs> Charlie, the you've pressure, been good. I've the never, pressure I have, of the question. Got I haven't had Garn. to put you in the corner for five minutes. Charlie, where you want to go next, NXT or AEW? Let's go NXT. All right, we'll stick with WWE. Uh, we kick it off. Basically, this whole thing was Dusty Cup. So we got MSK defeating... Fury and Furry, um, Drake and Dane. 
Yeah, the right there. team won. The right yeah. team won. Yeah. MSK all the way to the finals, baby. I, I'm all about my rascals, man. Like we we I've seen them here in Chicago all the goddamn time. I love uh what Nash Carter, Wesley. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm all I'm all about them. I think they're ugly. <laughs> what you mean ugly? You're too young. We're not even gonna get into that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll see if I can find a link to send you so you can go watch Double Dragon and catch up. Uh, then we got That's team homework for the weekend. We got team Giant Kai defeating the Robert Stone brand. And I gotta say, I know Vince hates her, but I think Aaliyah and Jesse Kamehameha had a fantastic showing in this match. Um, mm-hmm. They really no showed- the f- fucking bullshit. They, Giant Gonzalez and Dakota Kai should have just fucking wrecked them. That match went far too fucking long. And what is the deal with Jesse Kamehameha's gear? Did she just forget to finish the other side? No, fuck that shit. It was fucking stupid. You this whole hear... shit pissed me off. Can you guys hear my dryer in the background? No. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know why you're hating on Aaliyah. Because listen, I remember Aaliyah. Because Aaliyah's from... been there for 10 years. Exactly. She and she hasn't breaking... gotten any better. That's not true. She w- She showed out in this match. Listen, she was there for the Breaking Ground documentary where she didn't even have a name. So now to see her have a name and finally, like, let the woman get a push. She's... It took her 10 years to get a decent name. Look at Tyler Breeze. Same shit. You love Fandango, what a, right? What about Tyler Breeze? Tyler Breeze can put on a great match. She's the Tyler character. Breeze of the women's division. Okay, you're insulting Tyler Breeze now, and I'm going to need you to take that back before we have serious issues here, Matt. Tyler Breeze of the women's division. <laughs> Well, to, you know, I, you know, to defend I'm this Vince, like, Tyler, I'm Breeze, this Tyler Breeze can't wrestle, to defend Vince, Tyler Breeze can't wrestle, but, you know, I see what Matt's saying, because there's just no personality, like, there, Aliyah has, like, no personality, they, she's been there the longest, I, I mean, I, they had to fill up a time, they, it was a filler, it was kind of a filler. And it should Je- have been a squash. Jesse's getting a little bit of a push, and she's been there a while. I actually kind of liked her weird, like nerdy girl gimmick that she yes, had before that this was a little good. better. But I also like when they kind of try and What's make a gimmick them a little now? Generic wrestler number two. We don't know because it was her first match, and she's with the Robert Stonebread, so they have to flesh it out. She's generic heel woman wrestler is what she is now, which is what I hate. Everyone that they have put with Robert Stone and Aaliyah has. Gone Failed. on to do something besides Aaliyah. Mercedes <laughs> Martinez was holding the NXT women's yep. title later on in this very show. She was teamed with them. Yep. Yep. Chelsea Green would be doing things if she didn't get hurt. Yep. 100%. <laughs> got the call up. So Jesse could be the next thing. <laughs> Leaving Aaliyah behind. <laughs> yeah, that's Stop that's it. what they do. Um Johnny Gargano. Says Kushida's not getting a title shot. Dexter Loomis lurks in the background, like the beautiful, beautiful man that he is. Just Thank steamy. You. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm. fantastic. <laughs> um, Tyler Rust enhancement match was whatever. I'm not big on Tyler Rust. Like Tyler Bivens Rust. is great, but they're not selling me on Tyler Rust. Right, same, same. Uh, are they selling better? Let me ask you: Are they selling better with Tyler Rust, or are they selling better with Jake Atlas? Ooh, ooh. I think I think they're pushing Tyler Rust like he's expired fruit at the market. <laughs> um, whereas Jake Atlas is just kind of it's the new fresh fruit or the new a new fresh product that you put all the way okay, in the back. So Vince, so hold on. Here's the, the thing. Uh, 
we do a lot of things here, but we will not refer to Jake Atlas as any kind of fruit on the Smack and Raw podcast. Um, <laughs> you have to be politically correct. <laughs> do not get us canceled. <laughs> we can't do that. You know that's not what I meant. I'm just, I'm just saying, going forward, please re- refrain. Just say plantains. What? Just say plantains. <laughs> All right. So anyway, okay. uh, grizzled young veterans defeat Russian Kushida. I really thought the way was going to cost these guys the match, and I'm surprised that it was a straight up match without the way interfering. Though they did come in at the end of the match and mm-hmm. jump Kushida, at which point Dexter Loomis appeared in the crowd, made Austin Theory shit his pants, and then everyone ran away. Mm-hmm. I still hate the fucking name Grizzly Young Veterans. Like, No, yeah, I love the name. Oh, hate it. I, hate I it. still love it. I, I think it fits them perfectly. The true Grizzly Young Veteran is Aaliyah. <laughs> Charlie, you're lucky I can't Hell yeah. mute you. <laughs> you're lucky I can't mute you. <laughs> I don't mute people who are on my side. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, waiting for a mute. Another mute. I'm, I'm going for number four, baby. He says four as he puts a five. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Oh. We find we find Kurt Stallion in the back. He was attacked. He blames it on the Mexicans because that's what white people do when they get jumped. Um, it's either. <laughs> An Asian then, gang, then, it's the Mexicans, or um, as we'll talk about later, uh, hoodlums. We, we like right. to blame the hoodlums. Right. It's the race tag. The race yeah. tag. Um, Legato denies it, but they they got a tarot card from Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know about you, Vince, but I feel like your boy should be a lot more worried about this card than he seemed to be. Like, I would not be laughing that shit off when you've got this sexy evil witch reading fortunes and this golem just breaking people at her behest nah us us mexicans we're very spiritual so we always have like a cross or virgin mary or like some kind of like essence or like holy water spraying around to like fight off all the evil that scarlet may throw your way so also going to be very useful for a cross to choke them with if he doesn't get injured in this match <laughs> that's, hey. true. that's true uh how do you guys feel about uh the re-debuted carrying cross and scarlet uh because carrion he's not really this i mean he came back with the leather jacket he's a little more physical a little more of that you know 2000s triple h mm-hmm. uh in his style Whereas Scarlet's still doing her thing, which I really enjoy what Scarlet does, uh, anything and everything that Scarlet I, does. I would rather Scarlet go back to her impact wrestling gimmick of being the smoke show. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Bananas and doing slow motion workout videos. And giving <laughs> Scott Steiner lap dances. <laughs> or giving me lap dances. Hey, hey, hey. We should, we should stop by the underground again. Yes. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> uh, we got how'd you guys like Tony's promo? Like Tony, this one was better than last week. Last week was super generic, but like her promos just, they need. I thought, this one, just, was I thought this one was better. Definitely. It was better. It was definitely better. Here, here's the thing with Tony Storm. She was never a really good promo. So she's still finding her niche as a promo, it, whether she's a baby face or a heel, but this one was good because everything she said, she said with conviction and it was true. 
It's like I want what I want, and I beat you for for that May Young Classic. I beat Rhea Ripley for that for that UK Women's Title. I want your NXT Women's Title. I'm gonna take it. I thought it was good. Uh, Mercedes does come down. Uh, they jump EO. Then they start arguing about who's going to fight EO for the title. Um, EO gets taken out by Tony uh, when she's acting like she's saving Mercedes, but then she also takes Mercedes out, uh, turns on her, beats down EO, and then she's holding up that NXT women's title uh, the entire time, jiggling <laughs> fantastically. You know how. You know how on social media there's been like Anna J and Ty Conti had like the best ass in wrestling? No, that's 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 I don't know. I might give it to Ty Conti because Ty Conti when they say Latinas do it better, Vince. I might talk about right now. Is this what we're gonna talk about? Best asses right now? We can we we I won't say we'll talk about well, yeah, you know, fuck it. Yeah, this is our show. Best asses, who you got? Oh man, Tony's up there right next to Naomi. Yes, that's I would say yes, Naomi for sure. For sure. Mm. Maybe a little snack though. Bailey and Short still needs to happen, apparently, according to the wrestling Twitter. And I got to say, Tony Storm's best promo is when she turns around and gets those ass moving. It's them cheeks blaring. Make it clap. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, but I gotta say, yeah, Naomi and Bailey. You got Naomi and Bailey, Vince? Uh, it's For me, it's uh, Tony Storm for sure. I think she's got one of the best asses out there. I think Tony's got the best thigh to ass ratio, but if it's just the ass, I got to go Ty Conti. Hmm. I 100% I agree. Ty Conti, my God, she just, she's amazing. Like her Instagram, I, it's, it's like my, my homepage. It's like every time I turn no. it on, it's, it's just. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she's still in wrestling, but uh, Miss Testmacher or whatever the fuck her name was, Brooke Adams. Brooke, yeah. Brooke, Brooke Adams. Yeah. Yeah. My, my yeah. low key, my low key one. I don't know. It's like maybe a personal preference, but Dakota Kai. Yes, that's sneaky. That's a little sneaky right there. Like, you know? It's well. Speaking of sneaky, like it's like it like sneaks out of her shorts like lately. You know <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my that's God. more of the ding dong hello. With, with all the talking. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Garn? Who you got? To be Juice Robertson. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know, you know who had who could have the best ass in wrestling, but they refuse to give me what I want. Oh, wow. That is Hangman Adam Page. I was just going to say, but assless, assless chaps, and Hangman will have the best ass in wrestling. I was just going to say because we are an equal opportunity perverted podcast. Now we have to talk about the guys, and I personally have to say, it's either Big E, okay, or Titus O'Neil. Titus got the fattest ass. <laughs> Titus got the fattest ass. That's what I'm saying. He got a dunk. Damn. He does a dunk a dunk. And trying things out? My God. Titus O'Neal? That's a size 17 right there. <laughs> but I have to You know what? I'm more for the muscular fit, butt, booty. Classic. I got to go with Xavier Woods. He's got, you know. He's got a little song, you know. With the way okay, he... you took my, you took mine. <laughs> so, so Garn and Justin are with Xavier, and that's probably because you guys have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> they... In all its glory. Then, then mine's mine's Brad Maddox, then. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm um... glad that we're on the same page. <laughs> oh, <boo. laughs> 
and we're moving on uh we got a terrible swerve promo at least in my opinion it was terrible uh and then bronson reed defeated swerve uh does it point at me four fingers that shit was god awful I don't get the point. I don't get the point of the, well, I get the point. Get, get, but I, mean, I was going to say, it's yeah. a saying. No if you point intended, a finger, right? you have four fingers or three fingers pointing back at you every time you point a finger. Like, it's a, it's a stupid saying, and he botched it, and mm-hmm. it was fucking god-awful. I thought it was, like, more of an invitation for her type of thing, you know? <laughs> give me one, I'll give you three. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we do have smacking her off finger wrestling, so. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is which was the Shockmaster again? Well, that was the shot. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. The Shockmaster was uh, the shot. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. What was it? The, va- the Vader bomb. Then you've got the diamond cutter. Nice. <laughs> you flip it upside down and then you rub your nose in there. Anyway, um, <laughs> Thatcher and Champa earned each other's respect. Uh, they talk about how they earned each other's respect in the fight pit, which is why they're a team. And then we've got the tag team main event, Balor and O'Reilly defeating Lorcan and Birch. Pete Dunn shows up. It's a three-on-two beatdown. And the Undisputed Boys, I don't know what the fuck they were doing. If they were, you know, <laughs> oiling each other up. If uh, Roderick Strong was combing Adam Cole's hair in the back. But they took fucking forever to get out here and make the save. And then they gave us the cock tease. Again, Finn Balor falls back and stands in line with the undisputed era and then looks around and then backs out of the ring. They keep teasing us with this Finn Balor might join UE thing. How do you guys feel nah. about it? Nah. I feel I feel like this was Bobby Fish watching like no no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I, I feel good. I feel good guys. <laughs> my elbow is fine. My elbow's fine. It was my, pretty cool. My, my thigh's all right. My knee's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I can keep going. Uh, it was pretty cool to see that. Like, just seeing him standing with them, he, he looks good with them. He does, you know. Like, but definitely a cock tease. So we'll see what happens. I think why it feels good and right is because there's that hint of Bullet Club in Finn Balor's current gimmick, and obviously on this being an era, you know, you get some Bullet Club inspiration from them, given that Adam Cole used to be one of their guys. Yeah, and it just kind of feels very like Bullet Club as like there's like hints and sprinkles of it, like small undertones. That's why it feels like it's naturally there, but. Finn should not be aligned with on this bit era. Do you think no. they're pushing this a little bit because of what's going on in AEW right now with them using the Bullet Club name? And to be honest, they've been doing this for a while. They they did they teased it when the Good they Brothers were, doing, were in WWE too. They, so they were they were doing this. They were doing this before the Impact stuff. Well, I'm just saying. Do you think they're pushing this Adam Cole Finn Balor like joining UE thing because of that? Is kind of like a. No. Oh yeah, they've got their bullet club, but we've still got our guys over here and we're gonna kind of put them together again. I mean, I can kind of see how like the IWC people and like some people would think that way, but WWE has kind of been sprinkling this in uh, all throughout ever since they had AJ Styles in there and Finn Balor. They mm-hmm. had that one match where like somebody got hurt and then they had to put AJ Styles in the match. So it was Finn Oh, Balor. it was uh, Sister Abigail versus Yeah, yeah. So they were kind of like it like sprinkling in there, you know. So, but I can kind of see what you're saying, like because it's just happening like simultaneously at the same time. I would say if it was main roster, yeah, they're so totally doing it because oh hey, we got our own bullet club stuff over here. But it's right. NXT; they're do their own. Sh- like Triple H just said it, and I honestly, genuinely believe that he they do 
their stuff and not worry about what AEW or May Ross or any other company is doing because NXT just does what they got to do. The only thing they have to worry about is a spontaneous Vince McMahon call up, you know? That's about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. When you're number one, you don't worry about number five, six, seven, or anything. Hey, there you go. There you go. NXT, spit or swallow? Swallow, swallow. Swallow. I definitely would swallow it. Oh, swallow, of course. <laughs> That's five for five. Everyone's swallowing tonight. Yeah. Um. All right, man. We'll move on to AEW. So uh, we kick it off. Eddie Kingston defeats Lance Archer with help from Butcher and Blade, uh, Reek's favorite tag team, Butcher and Blade. And I put and a loaded gun, but I think I meant and a loaded glove, maybe. Because <laughs> uh, of the brass knuck, I think that uh, Bunny gave him. Yeah, something was loaded, but I don't think it was a gun. <laughs> I don't know. It's Eddie Kingston. So. Maybe it's a Who metaphorical knows? gun. Well, no. So like, so here's what happened. Uh, I've been working it's... ten hour shifts, so I was I got home later than I normally do. So I didn't start watching AEW till like almost one in the morning, mm. and then I'm taking notes watching it at one in the morning. So bear with me because I might have put down some weird shit. Like he beat him with a loaded gun. Um, I'll tell you right now, there was no Eddie Kingston. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Mox cutting a promo about how he likes to have sex in the morning. Uh, everything else was kind of confusing, but hashtag gangbang all day, right? Like, hashtag gangbang all day. Let's go. You know, he talked about like lines are blurred and friends are enemies and he doesn't know what's going on, but he's going to fight and, he likes to fuck in the morning because that's easiest. Like that was weird that he threw that in. Just put that out there. Mox I fuck, I fuck Renee in the mornings, not at night. Hey, I don't mind. I mean, that's what I do. That's how you start <laughs> off a great day. Morning sex is a great way to start off your it's, day. It's your new coffee. Yeah, I thought maybe it was a Canadian thing. Like maybe, you know, we go out to the club, bring them home at night. But in Canada, they wait till the next morning. It's polite. <laughs> <laughs> Get your saris in. <laughs> The, the roofies, the roofies kicking them. <laughs> um, and then we get to, so we got a promo with Sting and Darby and they're in a warehouse and they're like, you called us hoodlums and Sting's going on about hoodlums. The only people that call people hoodlums are old white ladies when they're talking about kids with sagging pants or like you said, black kids. Like when they're talking about people of color. They're like, Oh, those hoodlums. And they could be the nicest kids ever, but it's like an old white lady thing. So it's funny that Sting is like, I'm not a hoodlum, but Darby is. And then Darby's like, yeah, I am here. Let me break a window. <laughs> and he's like, actually, we're the same. And Sting's like, you're right. I'm a hoodlum, too. I'm going to break a window, too. Like, the fuck was this? I feel like it was Malibu's most wanted. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Malibu's most wanted. It's like, remember that skit in Dave Chappelle where the white kid wants to be like hard as hell? And he's like, saying all these things from 50 Cent. He was like, and he sent it to the hood and Dave Chappelle's like, goodbye. Just like that. And like, honestly though, like I was kind of like offended by the whole hoodlum thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, why are they even using this term? You know what I mean? Like who even okayed for them to use this term? I was like, I was almost kind of offended by them doing this. You know what I mean? The shit came from Taz, which also was weird because I'm sure Taz has been called a hoodlum Plenty in his life. <laughs> um, we had a Pac promo. That was a Pac promo. Um, and then we got the Varsity Blondes losing to the Inner Circle with a big fuck you lion salt from Jericho. So not only <laughs> does he hit the Judas effect, but then goes out of his way to hit like the most perfect lion salt 
possible because <laughs> as we all know, the IWC, they're like, he, you fuck up one move and it's like, oh my God, he's terrible. He should never do that again. Blah, blah, blah. We don't take into consideration like, you know, he's tired. Maybe he drank too much. Like there's a lot of reasons why he might not have been able to hit that moonsault, but we automatically say he's fucking so old. He can't do it anymore. Take it out. Do this, do that. And then he went, nope, fuck you guys. I can still do it. I can do it better than anyone else. And fucking planted that shit and then smiled and had commentary put it over hey, as a big fuck you to everyone as well. Like, <laughs> they really pinpointed that. He's been eating it. And like IWC's been going after him. Like, you know, the, the whole like he gave uh, Trump a bunch of money and like, you know, the whole COVID situation with like, so like, you know, the fans are going to jump on him. If he, if he, if he messes up again, they're going to just jump on him again. That's we're fickle. That's what we do. You know? So it's like, I was happy for him for that moment. Cause you know, it probably felt good for him. You know, he, he probably like sucked in his gut and be like, I'm the man for that one time, you know? So, so good for him on this one, you know, small victory. Taking the small little victories from small victory. Yeah, while he takes his private jet back to his mansion in Tampa Bay. <laughs> and then takes more selfies in the mirror where he sucks mirror. his gut in so it looks like he has abs. Yeah, yeah. Right. In the closet. <laughs> Vince, did you watch AEW this week? Uh, the 32-minute condensed version on YouTube, Because I I'm looking at you, and I'm like, you're really fucking quiet right now. You've got this little smirk on your face, and I think there's something going on here. <laughs> uh, from last week's episode, and I heard that part. I pressed pause on that part of the episode, and I text Vince. I'm like, yo, dude, I watched the highlights too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you know what I'm going to start doing from now on? I'm going to tell Matt, Matt, do I need to watch this episode or should I watch the highlight version? If Because I watched the full version last week and he told me, oh, you should have watched the highlight version this week. I'm like, well, God damn it. I'm watching the highlight version next week then. Well, no, I, I told you I was going to tell you, but you said you were already watching it. I'm like, oh, he's already got it on. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. I had to suffer through it. So to see. Um, <laughs> we had a Cody and Arn interview. Uh, this was kind of weird. So Arn's talking about like Cody's like, Arn knows what's best for me. I need to start listening to Arn, this and that. And Arn's like, you know, you got to think about the future. He talks about his kid, makes Cody cry a little bit, tells a story about Dusty rushing to go see Cody be born. And then they bring out Red Velvet. And let me tell you something. This is not the Red Velvet that we have seen up till this point. She had attitude. She had presence. She cut a hell of a promo. Really, in my opinion, got herself over here. Like, this was great. I agree. I agree. She definitely was better. Was that on the highlight video? <laughs> it was on the AEW. <laughs> on the AEW. <laughs> you can't sit here and say, I watched the highlight video and then not expect me to fuck with you when you're like, yeah, 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 I'm with you on that one. <laughs> uh, I'm still not a fan. I mean, like, yeah, it was a good promo, but I don't know. There's something like, it's, I'm just not behind her just yet. I mean, she, like, maybe she got herself over more than before. But I still want to see more from her, you know, like maybe some consistency or something. But before she looked like knockoff Brandy Rhodes, like Brandy yeah. Rhodes yeah, now she's kind yeah. of pulled herself out of that shadow a little bit. Yeah, Not I guess her so. own promo. She dressed different. She had a presence about her. She felt like her own person at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I was a little jaded because like, you know, Jade Cargill, you know, yeah. from from the week before, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> But you know, uh, I mean, it was it, she didn't look like anything. Yeah, she looked like like a threat to her. You know, like yeah, even though they're just like slapping each other. So I'm like kind of like ah, whatever. I'm not convinced with this matchup at all because we never. I don't think we ever seen Jade wrestle yet, <laughs> haven't we? No, Jade has not wrestled yet. Yeah, and then Red Velvet, you only see him wrestle in dark. And yeah. do you guys watch Dark? <laughs> you know, no. okay, exactly. So <laughs> I mean, we, all the- we have two. It's basically two unproven. So we don't know. All the, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm I'm imagining this could be a shit show, especially with Shaq wrestle. If Shaq wrestles, you know what? It's that's so limited. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've got the perfect person for Shaq with Cody Rhodes. I don't think there's anyone yeah. better on the roster to make Shaq look good than Cody Rhodes. If you're going to go in there and do it, that's who I put him in there with. As far as Jade and Red Velvet go, I don't know because, like you said, I don't watch Dark. All the AEW fans tell me I should watch Dark and Being the Elite to figure out what the fuck's going on on these shows because I'm confused all the time, but I don't have time for that. I I have a life and other yeah. things that go on, uh, so I can't dedicate my time to that, so I don't. I just watch what's on TV, and then I cover that shit, uh, and I expect them to explain it to me, and they don't, so get on that, AEW, because I'm not watching your extra shit. So right. spoon feed it to me. Um, we got Hangman Adam Page defeating Baby Dolph. <laughs> yep. Uh, he looked like a member of the Spirit Squad, <laughs> and he got way JV more squad. time than I thought he should have. But it's Dolph Ziggler's brother, so JV Squad. Yeah, <laughs> JV Squad. <laughs> JV Squad. <laughs> For good. Uh, like I said, Hangman. He's a fucking star, man. Like I, I know that those are his guys and his friends, but I, I really wish he had broken away and gone to NXT because I really think NXT would have done something with him more than what we're getting here. Um, I, I could see him as NXT champion, and I, I'd love to see him. I, the guy can fucking go. He would have put on some banger matches by now at Takeovers. Oh yeah, he look look what they're doing with Karrion Cross. Karrion yeah. Cross was like a mid card guy in Impact Wrestling, and they're pushing him like as a top threat in the, of the NXT title picture. And he's hey, half man. the in ring wrestler that fucking Hangman is, if that. And he's not as good looking, and he doesn't have the assless chaps. He doesn't like, have the ass. <laughs> Hashtag Hangman and assless chaps, ladies and gentlemen. He's just I wearing agree. his full. I he's in full gear. Star. And he's definitely like, you know how you could tell like guys are kind of tailor made for a certain style of promotion? Like, I feel like he's like really, he would really do good on the WWE side. Like, yeah. they know exactly what to do with him, too. You know, and to me, like, you could just tell, like, it's the subtle movements and the way he acts and the way he puts his moves together. Like, he just gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's there's something there with Hangman, and sure. I'm actually this is the first time I'm going to be interested in see what they're doing. Big Money Matt out here trying to recruit him could be something interesting. I honestly think guys like Matt Riddle would be better off in AEW than they are in WWE because he's going to get. Yeah, I know I said his name, whatever, <laughs> because they're going to use him as that wait who had character and kind of you know they're going to play that up. Yeah. You're right. Whereas AEW is going to take him a little more seriously, I think, and put him in a different position. And then guys like Hangman, who I think they should be shooting to the moon, are doing what they're doing, and I think he'd be better off in NXT. So th there's a trade-off. It's not like yeah. I think everyone's going to be better if they go to NXT. That's not true. Certain guys, I think AEW could be doing better by, and certain guys, WWE could be doing better by. Also, if you put he who shall not be named, Voldemort, whatever the fuck you want to call him, over on AEW, I wouldn't really have to watch him. I just watched the 32-minute highlights like everyone else. And... <laughs> or he'd be on Dark. Or he'd be on Dark. Yeah, or he'd be on Dark, and I'd or miss dark. it. Um, <laughs> apparently, this match was fire. Uh, Dax Harwood loses to Jungle oh, yeah. Boy, and everyone was going off about how big of a superstar Jungle Boy was. I was kind of in and out of this, but I definitely tuned in at the end where FTR dehorned Saurus. 
I know Travis was upset about this. If you watch, you so what you got to realize about Travis is, if I'm not here to be like Travis, you're going to be on the show, which he'll be on the show next week, just so everyone knows he's back next week because Royal Rumble is his favorite pay per view, so he'll be okay. back post Royal Rumble. But uh, if he he's not on the show and I'm not here to be like Travis, you have to watch AEW. He's not going to go out of his way to watch it. Mm-hmm. Like I'd have to be like, hey, you might want to go check this out. And if I said they did Luchasaurus dirty, he might not watch it out of spite. So. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like what FTR did here. Uh, they get stopped before giving Jungle Boy a haircut, uh, which everyone was like, Oh my god, they're gonna cut like he's not fucking Samson. Like, you cut his hair, he's gonna be fine. It's just hair. Yeah. I, I'd be more upset about them fucking up my mask that I paid all that money for than fucking chopping my hair off. But, uh-huh. uh, no, Jungle Boy did kill it though. Uh, he is definitely a future star. I don't know how far the Jungle Boy gimmick is going to get him, but the actual guy behind the gimmick has a lot of potential. Right. Yeah, right. I, I like Jungle Boy. I think he's a couple years far away. He's like a young prospect coming into the coming into a league, and he needs to be slowly groomed and like tailored into that into that spot. But the Jungle Boy gimmick isn't what isn't going to take him too far. He needs to just get rid of that and go into something more serious. Another guy like, that uh, I'll go ahead. Yeah. I feel like with the Jungle Boy thing, if they're gonna do like a Tarzan idea, where like Tarzan comes and comes back to humanity and becomes human again, then maybe that would work out. I would say, but obviously Jungle Boy has to be a good speaker to do that, and he he has a. I think he still has some fine tuning with that. Mm -hmm. There's another guy that I. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. You are the guest, Charlie, oh. and I know you have been waiting a very long time to speak again, so I'm going to allow you to get all your words out. It's <laughs> like, like, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no. Uh, um, what I was going to say is like, he's another guy that NXT could, uh, could use, you know, like, like groom and, like, you know, grow with them. You know, instead of being thrown out to the wolves in AEW, I would love to see him in, in the NXT program. And like, I was just thinking that would be a, a great future idea for your show. Like, who would you trade? Like, you know, like you'd, you'd trade, you know uh, – the, that dude, uh, let's call him uh, M. Riddle for, uh, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, no, don't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Matt R. Him Matt over R. To, to that's me. I'm Matt R. And that's why I hate oh. this motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, Garden, I don't know if you realize this. I know Charlie yeah. and Justin listen every week. I have gotten fucking. People have threatened my penis because of Matt Riddle. <laughs> I was. Somebody tagged me in a post saying I needed to be castrated. Because they thought I was Matt Riddle. And then when I told them, hey, I'm not Matt Riddle. This is who you want to talk to. They fucking blocked me on Twitter. (laughs) After saying I needed to be castrated. Like, fuck that guy. All right. You've got people coming for my cock. All right. I cannot support you. (laughs) That's not like that's dead serious. Like some chick tweeted out. Velveteen Dream and Matt Ritter need to be castrated. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> Can't be on Pornhub without a cock. Um, Technically, you can. You just yeah. have a female. You can have tentacles. It's like another <laughs> tentacles. Bro, tentacles, Matt. That is your solution. Uh, it's You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to use it as a transition. Speaking of tentacle porn, uh, Shayna. Loses to Britt Baker in her DBZ outfit and attire, which I absolutely love, even though I, I'm not a Goku guy. The fact that she's out here in the orange with the, you know, the whole gear, uh, yeah. that's really cool. 
Um, takes a loss to Britt Baker, and then Thunder Rosa runs them off. Thoughts on Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker at Beach Blast? Uh, I think that's going to be a banger. I think that's going to be one of the best women's matches that AEW have. Give me a lot of Thunder Rosa. But going back to um, what's her name with the Dragon Ball Z um, outfit, why, why do why do people always choose Goku? I mean, there's other good guys. There's Krillin, Gohan, Piccolo, Trunks. Yeah, Piccolo. Krillin Rip, doesn't Rip. even want to be Krillin, Justin. Rhea, Rhea, Rhea Ripley had a uh, Vegeta, no, Vegeta outfit. You know what I'm saying? No, fuck Great Saiyan Man. And you know what? You know what? I will say this. No. I will say this. I enjoyed Great Saiyan Man for what Thank he you. was. I will say this. Playing up to who, who Gohan was, if you're a kid, you grew up watching all these people, you have superpowers. As a kid, growing up, I would have wanted to be a superhero if I had powers. Right. He is he he grew up, he could have been a superhero. Why not go ahead and do it? That's logical. He wasn't he grew up in some kind of woods and like just cut up trees like Goku and shit. Right. And it's so a like, perfect mashup between his father-in-law and himself. You know what I mean? So like yeah. That's definitely dope. I, I, I I'll tell you what. I, I like the premise of Great Sandman. I didn't like some of the corniness of it, but I it, I thought it made sense for Gohan to want to be a superhero. God, yes. Yes. If any female wrestlers are listening to this podcast, and I highly doubt they are, but if you are, if you want to become my new, if you want to top Shotzi, if you want to top Alexa, here's what you do. Give me a Future Trunks cosplay with the Lita-style baggy pants with the thong hanging out and the and the jacket give me that give me future trunks because future trunks is my shit i take future trunks over everybody long hair long hair or short hair either short one hair. either short one hair. Long, long hair got wrecked by so that's because he didn't we're not getting into that because rick will get mad if we do this we're not no after the show, after the show. No, no, no 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 i want rick to get mad uh, we also had Team Taz go all NWO on merchandise vendors and fucking lawn dart them into the side of a truck and yeah, yeah. Uh, Bullet Club defeat Dark Order. Um, Bucks still have issues with Don Callis. Bucks say if they win the Battle Royal, they can pick their opponents and then kind of wink, wink at the Good Brothers, saying, "Hey, we'll give you a shot." You know. Um, Phoenix ends up taking out the Bucks after the match, and then Mox comes in, takes out the Good Brothers, and plants Omega hard on the mat. Knocks his boot off and everything. Well, no, he came out with the boot off to attack Mox, but yeah, just leaves him laying, uh, setting up for this whole crazy bullshit that we're going to have a beach blast. Um, how'd you guys feel about the Bucks and the Good Brothers teaming back together? This possible, like, I really enjoy all of the back and forth. I'd actually like to see more, especially from the women's division coming over to AEW and vice versa. But um, the Bucks saying, hey, listen, if we win this battle royal, you guys, Bucks versus Good Brothers, tag team champs versus tag team champs. Mm -hmm. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, 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 I'm all, the one thing I've been saying about this whole impact uh, AEW stuff is the dream matches that I want to see. But that outside of that, that's about it. That's about it for me. I don't think they're telling anything else differently here. Yeah, I think, yeah, the matchups are great. It's just the story to build up to it. Eh, they could find tweet. They should have fine tweaked it. Like, 
with the Bucks, they were very back and forth in terms of, oh, they're good guys, they're bad guys, they're good guys, bad guys. It's mm-hmm. kind of confusing at first, but it, if it gets to that angle that 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 match, I'm all for it. It's just, I, it's it's like I'm not seeing it. I'm not really invested yet. I guess. I, I got a question though, because I saw a lot of people like praising this whole spot, but. Before I give my take, guys, what did you guys think of the sell of the paradigm shift by Kenny Omega? I mean, it looked cool. Like just getting dumped on his head, it looked pretty brutal. You know, like that's all you really want. You really want as long as he's not doing a headstand yeah, and staying those, there for yeah. a while. So, because me personally, I thought it was trash. I thought it was a it was a terrible oversell. It made it look like hokey, which mm, I didn't like. Yeah, I know. A lot of people were saying like, "Oh, that was like one of the best sells of the paradigm shift ever." And I'm like, "No, it's not the best sell. It's, it's twofold best. because people argue that AEW doesn't do a lot of selling, so when they do sell, it might look more than because there's not a whole lot of selling. They kind of transition a lot, so when you see him sell that hard, I will say he planted them very hard. But I fucking hate the paradigm shift as a finisher. I don't like the double arm DDT. I have much. I like that." Uh, headlock front ddt that he did when he first that came to wwe too. so much better than this <laughs> bailey's doing it now kind of i hate it too give me back the bailey to belly or just fucking like do like one of those give me back running the belly like, belly. yes or just put it in the corner and run your big ass in her face just like umaga used to do back in the day yes bonsai drop so that's the thing. That's so much I know Tony Storm has come out and said that she doesn't want people like harassing her about her butt and talking about her butt and blah, 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 blah. And we all still do it. But a lot of her offense is focused around that butt. Like she accentuates that ass a lot. She slaps it. She uses it. It's, it's out there and it's a big part of her character. Bailey for all of the ass that she has doesn't really focus any of her offense you're not getting rear views you're not getting shit like that like she's not using that ass to its full potential a hundred percent that's all i'm saying which is all i'm saying bailey bonsai drop i want it bailey bonsai drop <laughs> put on the t-shirt and then i will do the people shaking my head as she does it yeah out to jay no, but I, 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 okay. So when we're talking about DDTs, I think I, my favorite DDT is when The Rock would do that weird transition move into a DDT. Load over DDT. Yes, uh, dude. Yeah. Yes, dude. That was the best. And then Shane would try to do it, but just look fucked up and get you. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. All right, guys. That was AEW. So AEW, spit or swallow? Yeah, spit. 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 Yeah, spit. I think I spit every show except for NXT this week. I'm going to spit as well. Um, it's it's really funny to me because there's such a prominent AEW uh, presence in the IWC, yeah. but I feel like all of our guest hosts aren't really big AEW guys, and it cracks me up. Outside of the Smack Raw podcast, I know Katie, Kevin, and Kyle love their AEW uh, big time. RN's kind of floating over there. But like the dead ass girls, not AEW fans. Oh, yeah, Those wrestling oh, girls, yeah. not AEW fans. Travis hates AEW. Young Kings Wrestling, not big on AEW. Uh-huh. You guys, not big on AEW. A lot of people we work with are not big AEW fans. And it cracks me up. Like, as many as there are on the IWC, like, our core group is like, nah. Yeah. It's okay at best. Yeah. yeah. They have yeah. its moments. That's all. No, I know Jay is a big AEW fan, right? Jay, I mean, 
Yes and kind of no. He like, was really he, feeling it in the beginning. He was in the he beginning, yeah. In the beginning, yeah, because yeah. he said that he liked the whole spotty moves and stuff. I mean, to Jay's credit, though, like me, Charlie Garn, and Daryl, we're like lifelong wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we would be talking about while everyone is playing basketball seriously, the three of us are having conversations about Juice and Thunder Liger and shit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I should have been working on my game, but nope. <laughs> so. I yeah, was big jumpers. on AEW. So quick, a quick story before we get close off on the podcast. It was the Chicago AEW like rant, like AEW taping. I think it was when uh, Jericho brought his dad, and they were making fun of the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Oh yeah. I remember going to that show and it being such a run of the mill show, such a filler episode that I felt like I missed this, and there was cool shit happening on NXT. Mm. That show turned me off on AEW, and then and then ever since then it's been downhill because I was all for AEW. I was at all in. I was at all out, and I almost went to Revolution. I was at these shows. I was supportive of all these guys. I love Pentagon Jr. So, you, so you were all in and all out at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Same time. Figure that out. It's like that episode of New Girl when uh when Wait, Nick what? like when Nick is like I'm having sex right now and she's on top. <laughs> Figure that one. Out. <laughs> well, as much as I love that little uh, that little side story there, Vince. You were talking about Jay and the Get Show podcast, which was going to be my perfect transition to have you guys tell them about your new episode that just dropped, where they can find you on social media and all of that good shit. Yeah, 100%. You can find us on the Get Show podcast on Twitter, Get Show podcast on the Instagram. Um, what's it called? Yesterday, we decided this was Garn's sweaty session mm-hmm. idea. And it was fantastic, Garn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Credit to Garn, credit to Garn. And uh, we basically did, if wrestlers had sex hotlines, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So for like example, like the Hardy Boys, you know what I'm saying? If you want something hard, something extreme, something that will give you a twist of tate, call 1-800-WHISPER-IN-YOUR-EARLOBES. Hardy <laughs> Boys. You know, shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sounds like great. Sounds like a great time. It was a good. It was good shit. You guys should definitely go check out the Get Show podcast. If you're not, we love these guys. We've had them on before. Uh, how? Don't get me wrong, Justin. I love you, but how do we get Daryl back on social media? <sighs> That's tough. I mean, because Daryl's social media game was another level. Like you are fantastic, but Daryl is just like a social media wizard. And mm-hmm. also, since Daryl went away, the amount of followers I have is kind of gone down. Oh no. Okay. So Wait a minute. Oh no! I, really? I, the, my followers haven't gone down, but they're not coming in oh, like they whoa, used whoa. to when Daryl was uh, doing okay. my shit. Oh, I, I kind of see what you're trying yeah. to say here. Okay, okay, I need to doing more retweets. You need to fluff them up a little bit I more, put, Justin. Oh, put but us I'm over gonna, a little bit. When we when we started, my man, you were at a, a very respectable level on the Twitter followers. No, and I was then, not. And then all of a sudden, you know, those numbers shot up. I'm like, yo, props to you guys. Props to Matt. Props to Travis. Now, Vince, you guys are, man, finally getting the look that y'all deserve, that we've been saying for a long time. Appreciate so, it. Man, props, props, props. Vince, where can they find you on all your social medias? Uh, even though I'm no, no longer straight edge, you can still follow me at SES Vince on Instagram and Twitter and just about anywhere else. Uh, follow the show. Uh, on our link trees, uh, creationworld.com. Brand new, brand new stuff we got cooking up over here, man. 
That is correct. We are back on pouring up. Also, Vince is the sole runner of our Smacking It Raw Instagram page. So go check that out. Go give that a follow. He's going to be building that up. That is something new because I don't do the shit with the pictures. Like, that's not me. I like words. Um, Although you did send me the fire Bernie memes. I did. I did make some fire Bernie memes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I do the Twitter. You guys can follow me at Matt Ritter or at Smacking It Raw Pod. Uh, I'm trying to get those numbers up. So please go follow that if you Mm -hmm. have not. Uh, There's like four Get Your Podcast backup accounts that I need follows from. Justin, burner so, accounts, burner yeah, accounts. If you can get those burner account passwords, pump my numbers up just a little bit over there. Yeah. Um, you guys can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash smack and raw. Also, facebook.com slash creation world. Uh, Super Flash Yero is back, so Travis is doing that. Check that out. Uh, also, he was on UWO for Smack Raw podcast, so go check Travis out on UWO. It's a great show. I know you guys have done it, Charlie. Uh, I've got an episode of Hardest Part of the Ring coming out next Wednesday. I know you and I are going to have to naked sumo wrestle for Kyle's love over there at the hardest part of the ring. You know what? He just asked me to be on another episode, so I think I'm winning this one. So I don't know, but we'll, we'll, we'll naked wrestle anyway, for sure, but okay. for other reasons. So definitely go check those out because Charlie kills those. It's always a good time, and I got that new one dropping, so please check that out. And, uh, oh, I didn't ask. What was your guys' favorite show of the week, real quick? NXT. Yeah. Uh, I would say NXT as well. I recently biased. I was saying SmackDown. (laughs) 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 And I'm going to go NXT as well. So of the four people that matter here, NXT was the best show of the week as for the Smack Smack and Raw podcast. For the Get Yo podcast, Garn, Good Bunny, Justin, and Daddy Delgado, the crown prince of anal analogies. I am the warden, Matt Ritter. We are smacking a raw, and we are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Right. Konnichiwa, bitches.